0: Outside, we could see it from our vantage point. Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode number four of the Our Vantage Point Hall of Fame Bites 2018. Alright, I am Joe Morata, and of course that is Michael Quinn. How are you doing there, Michael? Uh howdy duty. Howdy duty to you, sir. How are you this evening? Uh good. We're rolling in a wonderful sixty frames per second for this <laughs> yes, we episode. Are. If you're joining us on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh if you're not and you're listening to this on our normal feed, good on you. You can also check it out on video, see our suits, of course, trademark of the Hall of Fame Bites. And if you're stumbling upon this in any way, shape, or form, and wondering what the heck this is, well, this is where we talk about an inductee or two on the 2018 WWE Hall of Fame class. But I want to remind you that we actually normally do a retro wrestling podcast every single Monday at midnight. You can get yourself a dose as we romp through the World of Retro Wrestling. You can find that at ovppodcast.com and a bunch of other places. Uh, but check that out if you've never heard of it before. You might like it. Quinn, we're here to talk about uh, mainly one inductee. Yes, and be- one. Before we get to that, I do want to mention the uh, J.J. Robertson is the uh, 2018 Warrior Award recipient. Yes, J.J. Which I think is very nice. I think it's a very it's nice very, award. very, very nice. The issue, and we outlined this last year, has nothing to do with the inductee. Good on him. I mean, he's a yeah, 16-year-old kid. No problems. Survived, I believe, a double liver transplant. Liver transplant? Yeah, which liver is, over, transplant, transplant uh, yeah. Transplant. And I can never imagine going through life like that. Yeah. And no, having to deal with the type
1: of things that he has. So it's a totally happy occasion. Um, Absolutely. It's just we're going to take our yearly, um not as in-depth, but just no. yearly time
0: now to point out that this is not um what this was for no it, um what was in your recollection quinn yeah and you can obviously look this up i read the transcript last year on the did. hall of fame Bite. what was the warriors general thrust of an award named after him supposedly i don't even know if he wanted it named after him no I what was know. his idea
1: the idea was to be for like the unsung people who um take care of the behind the scenes at world wrestling entertainment slash federation enterprises or WCW wherever in wrestling the, you know, the ring crew, the custodian, they're like this or that lighting technicians, lighting technicians, things in that vein. Yeah.
0: The people that help them get the show up and running. Right. That so that we can be entertained week after week, year after year for all these years. Right. So this has never been our aim to disparage. The recipients, one way or another. No, and we last year we were in on the um the other guy that made it in. Yes, I, I
1: honestly I can't remember. His I name. don't remember either. But um, we're not journalists the, yeah, here, folks. Yeah, the point is, is that um, you know, it's it's just not the intention of what it it's they said it was going to be. And if you want to go like hear us like talk about, go yeah. look that up from last year. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go into a diatribe, but we're not really going to cover, I guess, JJ here because no, not really. Um. good on him. That's Absolutely. great. No, I think but it's
0: wonderful that he, he was chosen for this award. I think from a human standpoint, take wrestling and WWE out of it. Right. What a brave guy kid, yeah. and, and what a remarkable life that he's had. Um. So really, no disrespect whatsoever meant there. But, you know, in the words of Stephanie McMahon, philanthropy is the new PR. Correct. And that's, I think, what we've been a witness to. And I know that, you know, we don't want to beat a dead horse because Many people have already pointed this out. We're not breaking any new ground by mentioning this, right? But I also feel like it's our it's our own opinion anyway, and this is our vantage point. It's I it's almost could say that our duty as people who cover
1: the Hall of Fame every year, as we <laughs> do, our, I, it's yes, true. I
0: mean, that's our that, duty.
1: Damn it! To to just take the yearly reminder that right. that was not what he
0: said. It is not what he said. Yeah. And regardless of what you might think of the Ultimate Warrior or Warrior or Jim Helwig. Yeah. Formerly known, uh, whether they should name it after him or not, I don't know. I mean, we yeah. just witnessed recently the fabulous Mula uh, Battle Royal name being overturned at the mainly at the behest of Snickers, <laughs> more than anything probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's that. Also, I figure we may- make mention of that briefly. But yeah, I think it's it's wonderful that they're going to induct uh, JJ here, JJ Robertson. Yeah, and that's all there is to it on that end as far as what the Warrior Award was supposed to be. I don't think this is it. Yes, <laughs> but good on them for you know being such humanitarians and philanthropists. I think. Yeah, good on them. Good, good on, on them, them for all that. Um, you want to? Sh- now you want to get to the good stuff? Yeah, you, you, we have a graphic to bring up here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play a theme here that if you watched the WCW, <laughs> you might be very familiar with because it is the one and only William Goldberg. There he and is. His classic entrance theme. There he is on the screen. Goldberg, I guess, would be regarded this year, Quinn, without question, as the headliner of this class. Oh, no doubt about it. The biggest name in there. Yeah, definitely. And Goldberg's an interesting case. I don't think there's any doubt, based on what the Hall of Fame criteria is now, meaning not WWF necessarily. Yeah. That he should be in because of his short-term contributions to the business, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, he was the biggest thing going when he when he came out. I've always said, and we'll, we'll backtrack a little sh- shortly, but I've always said that Goldberg really, in my opinion, as a fan that right. experienced it, he was one of the few things that kept me from exclusively watching WWF by 98. He was so enthralling. You wanted to see the streak. You did.
1: You wanted to see how it played out, and even if it didn't end the way you wanted to, that moment in time, yes. that year-ish in time, yeah. was magical.
0: It was. And what they did, folks, is they took a, a former football player, mm-hmm. Bill Goldberg, who was already a 31-year-old rookie right. when he debuted in 1997 against Hugh Morris, I believe it was September 22nd, 1997, on Nitro. In a match that was seemingly random, I always say this. Yes, he seemed like he was just like... a. a well-built jobber
1: yes and so random to the point that even to this day my brain swears i saw him wrestle on saturday night or something but I, it's not real you like, mentioned this but we, no. it's been debunked or whatever but i i he did wrestle on saturday night probably even that weekend oh, a lot. Uh, yeah. probably that weekend, probably that I, weekend. If I,
0: yeah if i was to guess sure. the weekend of the humorous debut i would give you that yeah uh, and that the, you know they parlayed this kind of innocent win over Hugh Morris which was somewhat surprising Yeah, into by the end of 97 he had basically kicked Mongo McMichael's ass in a feud that was supposed to be his
1: breakthrough where Hugh Morris was like a JTTS in in WCW he was Mongo was his first like true like this guy's in the Four Horsemen I was say what you will about Mongo but Mongo was was treated as a real wrestler by
0: 1997 he absolutely was and it was credible for him to beat Mongo right But then by 98, by January, even the the rampage started and he plowed through every single person he faced, whether it was Finley, um, William Regal, whoever they would throw at him. Right. Even intersperse more jobbers for him to just eat up like just to because they had to burn weeks.
1: Right. Like they had to keep keep it up he had to be there every week and I swear he was like on like most of the time he was like on Saturday night like he was there a lot he was
0: on a lot because it's a great way to pad his winning streak right you know what I mean he just go you know into the TBS studios (laughs) over there and kick some ass and leave exactly and by April of 1998 I remember that when he defeated Raven a very credible wrestler at the time April of 98 for the U.S. title.
1: Right. And was that his 100th win or two or See, something? That I don't know. I don't yeah. want to uh, falsely remember that. It might have been. Yeah, but I, I remember there was a number maybe attached there, maybe 50 or
0: there, I don't there know. There was a big number. Yeah. And by this point, he is, and this is the spring of 98, and the contrast with WWF at the time, that was April 98 was when WWF was just about to blow through the roof because they had Austin as champion with the McMahon feud. Mm -hmm. They had the new DX, which was lighting it up. You know what I mean? Kane was a big deal. There was a lot that was a big deal. To WCW's defense though, I would say this about
1: Goldberg. They had a bonafide phenomenon on their, on their hands Mm -hmm. and they didn't screw it up till much later. That's true. Till it was over. But I mean, like comparatively to Austin and all these guys, that was like a slow build. Goldberg just exploded in popularity. Like it was like immediately, people saw him
0: beat the shit out of Humorous, and they're like, "I want to watch this every week. This is great." You know, that's a really good point, Quinn. And I've often wondered what what damage could have been done to WCW had they not caught that lightning in a bottle and had Goldberg to literally help battle WWE in the ratings wars week after week throughout '98. Yeah. Right. It he was, was a huge deal. He was the
1: star of the show. I mean, the crowds would go nuts. I mean, if you want to put it into perspective, I think the moment, and it's probably his peak, and the moment that people realized, wow, this is a really big thing and this is going to be memorable, this guy's, you know, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Even by 98, people were thinking that. What? that Because you see how
0: big he is, yeah. is that Georgia Dome show. The Georgia Dome Nitro, July 6th, 1998. Right. He had a match an In inevitable match, U.S. champion Goldberg versus WCW world heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan. And mm-hmm. just a brief refresher yeah. on Hulk Hogan. Yep, He didn't really lose often. Yeah. <laughs> you ever <laughs> he hear of him? He never loses. He really didn't lose much. I don't know if you know that about Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He wasn't one to lose much. Right. And J.J. Dillon granted uh, Goldberg that match right, on Thunder. Yes. In one of, probably, if not the
1: best moment
0: ever on Thunder, because yeah, I re- all those great moments, you know,
1: I remember, first of all, they were hyping either on the end of Nitro or hotlines or whatever the hell they do did back then. You know, like there was a gist that an announcement was going to be made. Sure, yes, I remember. And I that. remember tuning into that Thunder just to hear what that announcement was. Did you really? See, yes. It worked. It uh, worked for yeah. You. And when JJ announced it, you can go back and look. The pop is unbelievable. Like it's, it is. it's like it's up there with the like Ciclope in the like WCW <laughs>
0: moments. Like no, it is. It was like, a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's like I am here to grant the number one contender Goldberg yep. a shot at Hulk Hogan. Yay! Yay! Like, a, yeah, right? Like, but not just a yay.
0: Like, no, a, it was a big boom. Yay. It like, was a expl- yay. The yeah. likes of what you've never heard. Yeah, and uh, I mean that was again. Like I said, it was inevitable. I don't believe that I thought there was any chance in heck. That uh, that Goldberg was losing.
1: No, no. I, I mean, I think
0: I, everyone knew that, th-
1: and that's what I meant when I said like the you saw the sheer power of what was going on when they sold out the Georgia Dome, right? Yep. Um, and the fact that those people showed up and sold out that huge arena, what is that sixty thousand seat, something it, like that? Yeah, I
0: don't know if it, it might be forty five. I can't remember. Right. It's for, it's up in that range for
1: a Monday night Nitro. Monday night Nitro. That, Monday night. Not was on the weekend, yes, Sunday, or correct. anything. Yep.
0: To see Goldberg beat somebody. I'm gonna ask you a question, Quinn. And this is a purely hyp, not even hypothetical, but it's an opinion. Yeah. It's been said that WCW blew what could have been a huge pay per view buy rate had they just hold held out a little bit and I and put it on pay per view <laughs> instead of Nitro. Right. What do you think? Um, I I'm I have mixed feelings on that because on one
1: hand, um. Yeah, they sure as hell could have gotten a great buy rate. Yep. But
0: also, you have to think, um, what were ads going for on television back then? I don't know, but probably pretty well for the, the kind of ratings that Nitro had been consistently pulling in on for TNT. Would you say that they maybe possibly broke even
1: on if you compared to um, what they would have made on pay-per-view to what they
0: would have made on television? I, they probably didn't, but I, that's a question for Dave Matchmelter. There, I'm not yeah. really sure. Would he, it would have been comparable? I guess because I I,
1: what I guess what I'm asking is that there had to be somebody. Maybe it's revisionist history to just say, "Oh, WCW's stupid," but there had to be somebody in. Well, the, I think that's just a fact. I just mean in the financial department. that would say, that would say, um, "Hey, you're going to get more money here." I mean, it's possible. And somebody must it like I, I'm talking like a suit. Who's counting numbers with the little calculator thing? I don't like, know. Man. You know what I mean?
0: I think in 1998, WCW they weren't worried. The suits weren't meddling much because of the cash cow that WCW finally was okay. becoming. But I'm just I, I'm just spitballing here on that. I'm not really sure. Yeah,
1: and I'm not saying this definitively or anything. Sure. I'm just saying, you know, they probably made a lot of money that night anyway. Let's, I'm sure let, they, they did. Let's not Let's not act like they didn't make sure. anything.
0: And uh, I know that millions of people saw that. Right. Millions of people saw during, again, you got to remember, in extremely hot time for WWF, the summer of 98, WCW had that ace up their sleeve and that would be Goldberg. Right. And they, you know, after Goldberg won, and we're not going to get in, we already have debated how he should have lost or should he have lost right. against Nash. We, we've talked about that on a regular show. And his world title run was, was okay. uh, a, a considerable boom, boon for the company, at least. Yeah, at it was okay. They,
1: I think their pay-per-views were probably selling and stuff, right? Their pay-per-views were great at that time for them for a few
0: months there. Yeah, after Be, Goldberg, because people want to see him defend the title and stuff. Want to see him defend the title, and they also still had Hogan as a huge draw, mm-hmm. still that's, that often gets overlooked. And I believe the Jay Leno stuff was going on, which... Road I, Wild, say, yeah.
1: say what you will. I'm yeah, sure that attracted can. people yeah, to it. the show. Oh, I, punch I, in the face, I know yeah. it's really stupid, <laughs> yeah, but... Man, punch me out.
0: Hey, Eric <laughs> I'm here. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, but seriously. Yeah. I know it's
0: really stupid, but I'm sure there was a lot of people who ordered that for that, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's... I would not doubt that yeah. when there's a lot of people in middle America that were probably all, Oh, I'll well, see uh, that, that tonight show got Johnny Carson there. Yeah. Beat up Huck Hogan there with right. a WWF. Yeah, exactly. So no, no offense, of course. Right. Uh, but then obviously Goldberg had a very, um, rocky rest of his WCW run. Some of it is, um, is it uh, just attributed to the booking? They, they turned yeah. up a heel at one point and also he injured himself. I would say some, is equally
1: attributable to Goldberg himself because he was green. this That's a thing. He, it was had, always a, green. he had a rocket strapped to his back. He and did. Not, no fault of his own. He just had the look. He was popular and yeah. he just shot up the card and this guy was relatively new. He really was.
0: He, he didn't have enough time to season. Nobody gave him the chance, to be fair. He was a world champion less than a year into his professional wrestling career. Yeah. That's normally not how it goes. Right. And so... To be fair to the guy,
1: he didn't get to get seasoned, really, and I think it was actually helpful for him to um, move on to the WWE where a more experienced uh, yeah. um, uh, and properly used by the company, Goldberg, could
0: could happen. I think, I mean, I was going to ask you about that next year because that's kind of the end of his real career is, is just he had that WWE run from 03 to 04. Which I'm sure sold tickets too. I mean, it for, did.
1: especially for a time when they, they you know, WWE was... Um, not as
0: popular as it has as it been. had been yeah, right. right, and his I mean, I know for a fact that his match against the rock backlash of o three, mm-hmm. which was one of the rocks might have even been his last big full time feud that he had because after that he was a part timer forever right. uh and rock was a heel
1: right and I mean. That was a big Again, deal. Again, that was year. another match people wanted to see. They wanted to see the Rock face Goldberg they because did. Goldberg was big in WCW mm-hmm. yep. and Rock was big in WWE. So Why not? I, I can't say it was an unsuccessful run. I think
0: a lot of people attribute how the run ended with why it was 20. bad. WrestleMania twenty, folks, was uh yeah. Goldberg's last WWF match until two thousand sixteen and uh seventeen? When was that? Uh, 16. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it was 16. Late 2016. Survivor Series 2016. Yeah. It was uh, Goldberg versus a departing, at the time, Brock Lesnar. So this is both guys' last match for a long time. Mm -hmm. And the ref was the guy that everyone, from 1998 until that time, wished they could see fight Goldberg. Right. And Steve Austin. The other bald-headed, goateed, black-trunks-wearing guy. Yeah. Steve Austin.
1: And actually... If I recall correctly, I, this is more revisionist history about the WWE. Go ahead, Michael. But I remember watching that pay per view and not being mad at Goldberg because he had a one year con. Like, that was known. Like That was actually known,
0: yes. Like, it, it was, Brock. was no one was mad at Goldberg. They were mad at Brock. Because Brock had is uh, another guy that had had a rocket strapped to his ass. He was basically the, the ruthless aggression era of Goldberg. Right. He stormed in an 0-2, beat the crap out of everybody, beat Hogan, beat The Rock, beat everyone, was world champion. All of this. Next big thing, NCAA champion, right? Youngest champion yeah. ever, I think, they yeah. ever had. Yep, it's true. And then he leaves. To go play football. And, and everyone knew that. That was what it was. Yeah. He said, I'm going to play for the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. So, fuck you, basically. Yeah. I'm going to go do this. So, it left a sour taste in the mouth of a MSG, which is a can be a very rowdy crowd <laughs> yeah. anyway
1: and you know goldberg kind of got sucked into this vortex because he he was had a planned like it departure. was more planned yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like but like all of a sudden now everyone's mad at both of them yeah like and i don't think that was ever
0: fair to goldberg i don't think it was ever fair and, and the age difference i mean goldberg must have been 37 38 brock right. lesnar was probably 26 right exactly you know and it was just a it was it so, goldberg fine if you want to leave but i get it with the brock thing right so i just i guess
1: all i'm saying is like i think it, it it's kind of sad that that was like they blamed it on
0: goldberg also but it, it right. really come on it was like, it was more i think resentment towards brock yeah more, more i remember personally i remember being mad at yeah. brock watching that right and that was the last we had seen from goldberg for over 12 years yeah which, cr- pretty crazy right and he came back and had um a somewhat maligned feud against Brock Lesnar. A, a lot of people were unhappy with it, In which is funny
1: because he comes
0: back to fight yeah. Brock Lesnar again. In hindsight, looking back now that we're removed from it, I liked it. Yeah, it was he fine. had a world title run too. Yeah. Actually, whether what you think of that or not, you know, with the, with the current booking conventions and the part timers, you know, I didn't like that at my, the time. But my who only, cares? Yeah, my really? only
1: my only problem with it, yeah. was is he was facing the Brock that was built up as like this. Monster who beat the Undertaker and everything, and it that's made, one of the things. Yeah. And it made no sense that Old Man Goldberg would win.
0: That was a problem in yes. like two seconds. Fifty-year-old now, now
1: they sold it 5-0. The thing was is that in hindsight, I look back at it mm-hmm. and I say to myself, "Self, so, well, self." So, well, they say I say, "Well, they built it that he surprised him with the spear. They did. That that's he how he wasn't they, expecting. That's it. That's how they did that." So. In like a kayfabe wrestling theory, whatever, mm-hmm. it makes sense that he could get off a cheap victory yep. because Why in not? the next match where Goldberg had was the champion, but Brock was prepared, yep. he did not fall for that
0: shit and beat the crap out of him. Yes. And so I, I get it, too, in hindsight, the way yeah. they booked it. I didn't like it at the time. I don't mind it now. It was yeah, fine. It,
1: it, that, that makes sense. He took him by surprise with the spear, which was his like quick like move that yeah, he did, his and, quick release, <laughs> yeah, is like any any one, he yeah, exactly. And so him going out losing pretty hard to Brock made one hundred percent sense. Yeah, so and that's the way it should have been. Yeah, too. so they did that so, right. In essence, pretty nice comeback actually.
0: Yeah, and you yeah. And, and you move on from that. You know, yeah. it happened a year ago, and then it's fine. Yeah. Who cares. Yeah, and, who cares. And, and yeah, a nice comeback. One last wave, you know, to the fans, basically moment for Goldberg, mm-hmm. and and that's it, and that's his right. career. And uh, like I said, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer because he's Goldberg. Right, uh, I personally, objectively, like he's not a great wrestler, but that's not the point of Goldberg. That's not the point of Goldberg.
1: And you sorry, know, I know we've talked about Goldberg. How I think he should have just been like Andre the Giant and like never ever have lost. Her. Yeah, until I know. like his last match ever at hustle mania.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, and, and that's fine. I mean, I could see that that point of it as well. But I mean, in terms of what he did for the short term, and I'm talking ninety seven, ninety eight. That alone was—that's like a phenomenal run, right? Even though it's short. And then he had a nice uh, 0304 WWF run. It was nice. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. And then that one little comeback. But the but, fact that he's Goldberg. Yeah. Had the streak. Had the music. The one of the reasons to watch WCW. I mean, think about it. Yeah. I want to. I want to reemphasize this one yeah. more time. How good was WWF in that period in ninety eight? Not ninety nine and their shittiness, but ninety eight. Yeah, it was peak WWF, but Fresh. Goldberg interesting,
1: right. But Goldberg was a force to be reckoned with. He was something to see. He was, you know, he's almost like the circus. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, <laughs> yeah. Bill Goldberg. Right. He's gonna beat the crap out of everyone. Yep. And he's unstoppable. And that was enough of a draw. It's such an old school thing, too. Yeah. Like I, like I said, it's a it, it harkens back to the days of Andre the Giant. An attraction. An attraction that's uh, just unstoppable and big time and big match. And sure. it's kind of what Brock is now.
0: Yeah, or was at, you his, know, at his best. Yes. You know,
1: even when Brock was young, he never achieved the levels of Goldberg until he was much older. Yeah. And, and the the way Brock is booked now is like how Goldberg was then.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Absolutely. An unstoppable force. Yeah. An attraction, an entity, I believe you always call I Brock. I always call Brock an entity. He, an- it doesn't, the rules don't apply to Brock in current WWE. Yeah, right. And that's kind of how it was with Goldberg. He he just was what he was. Right. He wasn't particularly... He was a face, obviously, but he didn't do anything nice, really. Yeah. He wasn't, like, a nice guy. He was just... He's Goldberg. And, and seeing it happen again with Brock and yeah. taking
1: this back to Goldberg, it proves how important it is to have a guy like that. Mm-hmm. How it really helps um, a card. It helps a promotion... To have this entity roaming around uh, and you don't know when he's going to show up and take out whoever a guy that you're booking really strong right now. Sure. Like, because no matter how strong you book someone, if the entity shows up, entity as
0: I like to call it, you don't all bets are off. I agree with that. You know, I totally agree with that. So, yeah, overall, I mean, I think we're both in agreement here. Hall of Famer, right? Definitely. No doubt about it. Probably, you
1: know, up there with... um, Not in classic nature of Andre the Giant, but up there as far as what he is and why he should be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, different different both there, but yes, you're right. Yeah. He just, he had, a, it was a once-in-a-lifetime type of run that he had. Yeah. No one, at least not in our generation, I think, could ever duplicate that. Yep. It have to be years from now. The closest we came, like you said, was the way they handled Brock a few years back. And they're trying to do it with Asuka in a female version. They are. Um, that she's kind of like the female Goldberg. Yeah, which is weird. I yeah. never thought I'd see that, I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall, I have I have no problem with that. I think that'll conclude our bite here. I mean... Yeah, I mean that's there that's all there is to
1: say about Goldberg. Um He should be but he he should be the headliner too. He was something that um we'll never see again. And the only thing I will say just to close it out also is yeah. that if people are having trouble who did not watch back then, understanding why Goldberg, you know, is a Hall of Famer is, in general. Yeah, just is. Um it's probably one of those things that we as fans
0: back then could never explain. I think so. It's just, it it was just, you had to kind of be there. You kind of had to be there. You actually did. And I was glad we were there. And folks, we are glad that you have been here uh, for our hall of fame bite. I want to remind you that we have an episode coming out on Monday. So stay tuned for that next week as well. Scott Keith will be with us for the Rushmore and Death Valley of WrestleMania. And you know what? As soon as they release the Legacy inductees, if they do, yeah. we'll be back with another bite, whether it's before WrestleMania or after, like last year. You never know. Maybe a bonus bite Might, with, <laughs> with the yeah. legacies. Might have a little snack. So yeah. until next time, I am Joe Murata. That is Michael Quinn saying, have a good rest of your day. Have a good rest of your week. And we'll see you next time. See ya.